your workers vaccinated. How we yeah, we do. <laughs> Red Friday and funky, funky Friday. We want the funk because that means it's Friday. <laughs> Don Morgan wants to do the show in 15 minutes and get out of here. He's got something really important to do. And so you got 15 minutes and you out. Why don't you just record them and get out of here? Go. Go. On. Do, <laughs> yeah. do what you got to do out there, man. Yeah, I had a whole lot of nothing planned. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? With Maybe as hard as you work, you know. with as hard as you work, a whole lot of nothing will be fine. Oh, I'll be happy. With Ain't nothing wrong sure. with a couch. No, I'm not at all. Got quite comfy laying there. Yeah, sure. Uh, something I've on been, television. I've been known to doze off on that thing. No, sometimes. you haven't. Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you ever eat on it? I have. Yeah, actually. me too. Yeah. I do that all the time. I love it. That's one of my favorite places to eat, as a matter of fact. I won't admit that if my wife is listening. Well, of course. Of course. Um, so, I mean, it is Friday. we got a bunch of stuff to dive off into here. As always, it's Open Mind Friday. He is Don. He's Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. Over here is Elaine. 210-599-5555. We always invite you to be on the show with us to express your thoughts, feelings, and opinions about what's going on in our world and the news. 210-599-5555-210-599-5555. New overnight. Are you ready? What what would be your reaction if today the CDC said, hey, uh, the vaccine's not working against Delta, so uh, mask up, go home, uh, separate. What, what, how would you respond to something like that? New overnight. We're not crying wolf here. CDC claims the data on the Indian Delta variant that led to the mask U-turn will come out today. Another internal document is warning the strain is easily spread by vaccinated and a Cape Cod outbreak event stunned them back in July. Well, the beginning of July, the beginning of this month. And, uh, and they're freaked out. So, uh, the word is, new overnight, that uh, today the CDC is going to publish their scientific data behind the decision to bring back the uh, mask wearing. Uh, the CDC on May 13th lifted all that. If you remember, Joe Biden came out, it's okay, you can uh, take your mask off. They uh, lifted their mask recommendation. But now now they have uh, gone back on that. They say, the res- they say, it's not me saying it, they say the research to come out today is expected to show that the Delta variant is easily transmissible by fully vaccinated people, even if they remain unlikely to get ill themselves. That's why they're telling you if you're vaccinated, wear a mask. Uh, Of course, they believe that fully vaccinated people are unlikely to spread it, but now they say you're the biggest spreader. You're the super spreader. Presentation obtained by the Washington Post overnight said the Delta variant was more transmissible than chickenpox or Ebola, and they recommended the CDC work on improving its messaging. No joke, Sherlock. It's terrible messaging. It's been all over the board. Nobody knows what to believe. Because why? Because as I've said over and over again, politics is leading this. It's not science. It's not medical fact. It's politics that is leading all of this and has led it from the very beginning. Instead of medical science leading it, it's politics sending it down from above. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to do. Instead of saying, hey, we're, gonna, we're actually going to follow the science. We're going to follow what's going on out there. They've done it the other way around. So uh, as of yesterday, 882 people were tied to the uh, outbreak in Providence, Cape, uh, Provincetown, Cape Cod from July 4th. And 74% of them were fully 
uh, immunized, according to ABC News last night. And uh, so, you know, here's the deal. If you look to Great Britain, the Delta variant peaked far sooner than expected. It washed away over there. And now, beginning next week, Great Britain is going to allow Americans to start flying into Great Britain again which they had banned us uh, being able to fly in there. They lifted their mask mandate. So this thing lasted a couple of weeks over there, and then it washed itself out. But uh, according to the uh, CDC, they say that new research is indicating that fully vaccinated people and uh, the former assistant health secretary under President Trump says it's just a matter of time before everyone who is not vaccinated and who hasn't had COVID-19 will get the Delta infection. More and more data saying that protection is not good against Delta, he says. That the vaccines are not good against Delta, he says. So uh, that is the speculation by a lot of people. In fact, New York Times went as far as to say people with so-called breakthrough infections, cases that occur despite full vaccination of the Delta variant, may be just as contagious as unvaccinated people, even if they have no symptoms. It's a big narrative shift that vaccinations don't work against the Delta. Everything goes back to square one if it plays out that way. In L.A. County, the percentage of vaccinated people hospitalized with COVID, identical to the percentage of vaccinated people, 70 and 70 in San Francisco, 77% vaccinated, 83% of those in the hospital. So where do we go from here? Are we going to live like this forevermore? Because we're now being told that there's another new variant from Colombia that has made it into Miami. It was 70% this new variant, is what we're being told. This new variant uh, was 70% of the infections in Colombia back in June. It's now 10% of the infections in Miami making its way into the United States now. So essentially what, what all this adds up to, either we are going to live like this is the flu that we have seasonally, and you can take the vaccine or not. Uh, COVID is basically dangerous if you have pre-existing conditions. But if you're otherwise healthy, you seem to be doing pretty well with 99.5% of the folks coming back from it strong. When you have the seasonal flu, you have flu shots every year. People either choose to take the flu shots or they don't. But we don't mandate flu shots. Joe Biden is talking about mandating the COVID shot. He said that yesterday. He's trying, he's, he's trying to find a way to mandate the entire population. Yesterday, he mandated that approximately 7 million people will have to take the shot or be tested on a regular basis, stay away from others, do not travel, and wear a mask all the time unless you take the shot. He called people who don't take the shot a problem. So he is calling young women who work in the federal uh, workforce and are tied with working with the federal workforce, meaning contractors and what have you. He said they're a problem. So he's calling those young, young women who are concerned about f fertility, as an example. We don't know the effects that this is going to have on women and their fertility. Is it going to be a problem? Well, the FDA can't even tell you that. In fact, Joe was asked that yesterday. And he said, well, I suspect by the fall we're going to have a ruling on whether or not this thing is going to go full-time for everybody. 
Well, you can't mandate something on somebody based on, I think we're going to find out possibly in the fall whether or not this thing is safe for everybody. It clearly is not safe for everybody. We've had people die from it. But beyond that, this show, as you know, is about faith and freedom. And you should never be forced by a president or anybody else to take a shot or a vaccine, particularly one that has not been proven over a long period of time. But you should never be forced to take that anyway. That is your choice, and you should have that choice. We have local officials here who are battling with the governor over that. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to open up the phone lines. Scary moment in space for those on the space station as well. I want to tell you about that. But I also want to take your calls today. It's been a very busy news week. We had one day this week that was just kooky and, and just it was like it didn't even, it wasn't reality, right? Uh, so are, how concerned are you about this? I had to really dig. I got to tell you, I had to really dig this morning because my whole stack of uh research this morning just kept going back to the covid story and the delta variant and the upcoming variant that hadn't even received a, a letter out of the alphabet yet and all these other things it just kept that's that is what, what they're pointing us to right now and i think to a large extent they're they're putting a lot of emphasis on this right now to take our focus off of the biggest issue that is happening in America right now, and that's a failed border, a border that doesn't, uh, that's completely wide open and a rush. We're getting bum-rushed at the border. Uh, you're talking about uh, tens of thousands daily, a couple of million already. You're going to see millions before the year is over of people coming here. Uh, I've told you over and over again, uh, some of them, uh, many of them, in fact, are infected with COVID. They're spreading it around. They're being uh, transported all over the United States by the Biden administration. And now the move is on. A piece published in the New York Times that says we should give them the right to vote. In fact, we should give anybody the right to vote in our elections. Anybody. Whether you're here or not, whether you are a citizen or not, you should have a right. <laughs> so, pretty good idea if you're a German citizen or a Japanese citizen or a Chinese citizen or a Russian citizen to be able to vote in U.S. elections, says the New York Times. And by the way, the New York Times is their tester. Uh, they, they feed a story. The administration feeds a story to the New York Times and the Washington Post, and they'll print an op-ed on it just to see how everybody's going to react. So how do you react to that? Uh, should Russian citizens or Chinese citizens or Iranian citizens, or whoever, should they be allowed to vote in all of our elections, state, local, federal elections? 210-599-5555. Back in the... Point up. Why? Why? Because of this new form, this new variant called yeah. Delta variant. Delta. This Delta. And then he leaned over to the microphone to whisper again. And then Nunnups told us that, um, that he's going to... <laughs> he, he's gonna pay he's gonna pay unvaccinated people a hundred bucks to get vaccinated hey where's my hundred bucks joe esteban you're on ktsa happy friday man we're living in a crazy world uh i'm half glad being half hispanic one of my family members had tuberculosis and she was not let into the united states till after her tuberculosis was deemed not to be communicable. uh-huh right and that's common sense. She have you know, Latvian's very, very white. So it's not a racist thing when I want when I want the border closed down and I don't want people with the disease 
that have the disease around the United States spreading it. Right. It has nothing to do with race. It has no. nothing to do with common sense. No, but you, you but, but if you listen to them, Esteban, if you listen to Washington, it's all about real xenophobe. In fact, that idiot uh, uh, on on the five, Geraldo, you know, he called out Tucker yesterday, and Tucker just ga- Tucker's brilliant. He gave it to, to uh, gave it right back to Geraldo, and Geraldo said, "You're all just a bunch of xenophobes because you want to close the border. We ought to have open borders." Uh, the reason we we control our border and always have, and every other country does it as well. The reason we do that is to protect American citizens. That's why. And I got to tell you, man, we have a failed border. If 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 anybody doesn't believe that, you need to get out your own head and start looking at this stuff and see what's really going on. I mean, when when people start, first started to use the word invasion, and thanks for the call, Esteban. When people start, first started to use the word invasion, it was a, a you know very pejorative term. People were like, "I can't believe you call it an invasion. We're being invaded by people who are just trying to come here and work." You know, when you see the video. And you talk to the people that I talk to that have the ranches and everything down down at the border. When you realize what is truly happening there, not what D.C. is telling you is happening there, not what AOC is telling you is happening there, not what Giggles the Clown is telling you is happening there. The reality of what's happening at our border is it it, it is an invasion and it is failed. Well, we're still turning people away. No, you're not. You're turning a handful of people away, the rest of them, and they, because they, they're, they're not going to vote for you, just like in Cuba. You're not going to allow the, the Cuban boat people to come in anymore because they, they're not going to vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats. They are importing COVID. They are Im- importing workers into the United States. Not workers. They're, well, they are going to be workers. And, you know, there's an interesting story about that today I want to cover about big business and big business profiting off of the failure at the border. So we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on as well. Okay, so um, the Texas governor yesterday, Greg Abbott, signed a new executive order saying the path forward relies on personal responsibility rather than government mandates. Agree or disagree? 210-599-5555. I agree. I think he's 100% correct. I choose freedom and personal responsibility over government mandates, and I'll choose that every day. 210-599-5555. Governor Greg Abbott. The path forward relies on personal responsibility rather than government mandates. Texans have the individual right and responsibility to decide for themselves and their children whether they will wear masks open their businesses, and engage in leisure activities. He's 100%, 100% correct on that. The new executive order that he signed yesterday, governmental entities cannot compel any individual to receive a COVID-19 vaccine administered under any emergency use authorization. The order says any public or private entity that is receiving or will receive public funds through any means cannot require a consumer to provide proof of vaccine vaccination in order to receive services or to enter. Uh, Shake Shack, uh, as an example, is now requiring a proof of vaccine before you can buy your hamburger and your shake. Well, that's under this executive order. Uh-uh, can't do it anymore. 
school districts cannot require face masks or enact other restrictions because the governor says the path forward relies on personal responsibility rather than government mandates. Now, that got, of course, uh, Ron Nuremberg's hair all in a lather. He was frothing at the mouse yesterday. The governor has shown a callous disregard for life and safety and is risking the safety of our children. How so, Ron? How is that the case? How is he showing a blatant disregard, a callous, a callous disregard for life? Because he says that you have a choice. Look, bottom line is you can choose to wear a mask if you want. You can choose to get the vaccine if you want. I'm pro-vaccine. I have it. But I'm also pro-freedom. And a socialist Marxist like a Nirenberg doesn't believe in that. He obviously shows, a using his words, a callous disregard for freedom and choice. See... When it comes to the vaccine and masking up, I'm pro-choice. It's interesting that people like Nirenberg and other lefty liberal Marxist socialists are not pro-choice. They like to say they are when it comes to abortion. I'm pro-choice. A woman ought to have a right to choose. Really? Can that same woman choose whether or not she takes a vaccine? Not according to them. She shouldn't be able to have that choice. The same woman. She should choose whether or not she can have abort her baby because in, in many instances, it's an inconvenience. Read the data. That's what they say. It's an inconvenience. So we, we, I, I have the choice to abort my baby when it comes to whether or not I take a vaccine that might prevent me from having babies in the future. Well, that you don't have a choice. Or it might enlarge your heart. Or it might cause blood clots in you. You don't have a choice, according to Joe Biden, Ron Nirenberg, and people like that. But you certainly have a choice if you want to go abort your child. Now, you think that one through for a minute. So I think Greg Abbott is exactly right. If you want to wear masks, man, wear all the masks you want to wear. That's, you know... That's what I say about seatbelts. You want to wear seatbelts? Wear all the seatbelts you want to wear. Get yourself a six-point Simpson harness and lock yourself down in that car before you go to work, and you're not going to flail around in there if you wreck. But if you choose not to, that's your business, and it doesn't affect anybody else. And if you want to wear a mask, mask up, and you'll be safe, according to them. But they want pro-choice when it comes to being able to abort a baby but they don't want pro-choice when it comes to whether or not you put medicine that could affect the rest of your life. They don't know. They have no clue what's going to happen 5, 10, 20 years from this. They don't know. Now, again, I'm not against it because I took it myself. I got a lot of questions about it now that they're saying, hey, you know, <laughs> mask up. It may not be working. I have a lot of questions about it now. And I want my $100, Joe. He's offering $100 to unvaccinated people. I got vaccinated, Joe. I want my 100 bucks. It should be retroactive. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you 
you better you better go back and pay all of us that got it too. A hundred bucks. Send it in the mail right now. Back in a minute with your calls at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty. Go one hundred and fifty miles an hour if I want to. Sure you can. But you have to suffer the consequences for it. No, that's not. That is not the same. That is not the same at all. We'll discuss that coming up here on KTSA. Trey Ware here. Happy Funky Friday. And I, I really, Don, this morning. I mean, it's all COVID this and COVID that. And you know, every story I could find was all COVID and everything. Right. Uh, and the phone lines are up at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. There's a couple of other things. So I started to look around at some of the you know where can I other headlines. You know what can I what what, what can I find and. Um, and thank goodness, it's pretty slim pickings, isn't it? It's it is. It's really COVID, right? Yeah. And uh, and but I did find some. You know, here's Chantel Jeffries, uh, nude in the outdoor shower in the Alfani Coast. Uh, there's Britney Spears with another topless photo. There's another photo of Ben and Jen making out with his hand on her rear. And uh, let's see who else did. It? Oh, uh, Heidi Klum did a, a topless photo too. So I mean, those are making headlines as well. Yeah. Big stories in America today. Sure. I, all, all the celebrities are just walking around topless these days. So I figured you and I would do the rest of the show that way. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Elaine screaming. What's the problem over here? <laughs> right, What's the problem? Yeah. I did find this one. Check this one out. Joe Biden flies on Marine One. I think to- Joe Biden's topless. No, God. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Again. My eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe Biden flies on Marine One to Walter Reed to be with Jill for a procedure to remove an object from her left foot before both returned to the White House last night. So he he and she went on Marine One to Walter Reed. She had to have an object removed from her foot. We now know further analysis overnight as they update us. They tell us it was Joe's rear end. So, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have some audio tape from that surgery, actually. Ready? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, there you go. Ah! Um, <laughs> apparently, they had to... F- Head over to Walter Reed to move his rear end from her foot. So right. there you go. <laughs> Happy Friday. Yeah, thanks. Uh, wow. Okay. It was her left foot, right? It was the left foot. Yeah, yeah that's a little bit softer than the right. That's all. Yeah. I mean, if they, you know, if they do want to make a movie of this, they can bring back Daniel Day Lewis, who was in that movie My Left Foot back <laughs> back in the eighties. That's right. Jill's left foot. There you go. Jill. Jill's left foot. Daniel Day Lewis is Joe Biden. <laughs> I told you the news was weird, yeah. and it's just weird stuff going on. Um, there's another one here. Uh, back on the serious side, Governor Greg Abbott is accusing the Biden administration of jeopardizing the health and safety of Texans on a daily basis because now Attorney General Merrick Garland is threatening a lawsuit over the new order from Greg Abbott concerning carrying illegal immigrants throughout the state of Texas. Greg Abbott. Received a letter yesterday. The governor received a letter yesterday from Merrick Garland, the attorney general, who, by the way, is highly politicized, just like Eric Holder was, has politicized the Department of Justice. Remember, I told you a couple of days ago, Merrick Garland said, if states return to the voting systems and practices you had in place prior to COVID, when during COVID they opened it all up, 24-hour voting and drive-by voting and voting by mail for everybody and voting outside of the country for everybody and blah, blah, blah. Um, if you go back to that, Merrick Garland says, we're going to sue you if you go back to the way it was prior to COVID. We want everybody everywhere in the world to vote. 
in U.S. elections. So we're going to sue you. Now Merrick Garland is telling Texas this new order from the governor is dangerous. The order is unconstitutional. It interferes with federal uh, immigration enforcement. And Garland has concluded the letter by declaring that if Abbott did not rescind his order here in the state of Texas, he would pursue all appropriate legal uh, remedies. Now, the order, which came out on Wednesday, if you're not familiar with it, prohibits anybody except federal, state, and local law enforcement officials from transporting illegal immigrants detained attempting to cross the U.S.-Mexico border. In other words, what the governor of Texas is saying is that the only people who can haul illegal immigrants are officials of the U.S. government, of the state of Texas, or local law enforcement officials. Anybody else is subjected to be stopped by DPS under reasonable suspicion that it is violating the order, and if the violation is confirmed, troopers are then ordered to reroute the vehicle to its point of origin or a border crossing checkpoint. So, if a federal official has a bunch of illegals in his car, truck, van, whatever, and he's bringing them over, that's okay. But if it's an 18-wheeler stock full of 300 illegals in the back, that's not okay, and that needs to be you know kicked out of here, according to the governor. Now, Merrick Garland and the government, the federal government, is saying, no, you can't, you can't stop anybody. state of Texas is not allowed to stop anybody. state of Texas may not stop any people carrying illegal aliens. And if you stop, this is what Joe Biden is saying, and, and Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice, if you stop any illegal aliens in a vehicle and you reroute them back to the border, we're going to sue you. And I say to Merrick Garland, stuff it. And that's exactly what Greg Abbott is saying to Merrick Garland. Stuff it. There's a thing called the Tenth Amendment. And the United States of America is supposed to be the Republican form of government. Not the Republican Party. It's supposed to be a republic. The Republican form of government. In other words, we are an association of states who are independently run, independently controlled, independently voted upon for our own rules we choose our own leadership and we do not except in particular cases assent to that power being given to a centralized government in washington dc but when you are a marxist and when you're a socialist centralized government is all that matters to you coming out of moscow or beijing through washington dc to the rest of the united states of america so they say they're going to sue the state of Texas if we stop trucks that are loaded down with illegals and send them back to the border. I say continue to do it, Governor. Stop them. Reroute them because they're not doing it. They're importing voters and cheap labor for their big uh, business pals. Go ahead and reroute them and send them back to the border and let Merrick Garland sue the state of Texas. I am this close to saying let's leave the union. I am that right there. I am right there on the edge. I'm fed up with these people in D.C. Ordering every aspect of our lives. And I'm pro-vaccination, guys. But freedom is more important to me than whether or not you're vaccinated. Freedom is more important to me than whether or not your kid is wearing a mask in school. 
freedom of choice. I am pro-choice when it comes to masks and vaccinations and so on. And they are not. They're mandating all of these things. We are now under the thumb of these guys, and we're living under their mandates. In fact, in Joe Biden's statement yesterday, here's a quote. You ready? It is time to impose requirements. It's a mandate. It's time to impose requirements on key groups to make sure they're vaccinated. And uh, private businesses everywhere need to require their employees to get vaccinated as well. Local communities can do that. Local businesses can do that. It's still a question whether the federal government can, do, can mandate the whole country. I don't know that yet, he says. He's working on it. He's working on ordering a mandate across the country to take a vaccine. Now, there's legitimate concerns about it. Does it enlarge your heart? Some, it has. Does it cause blood clots? Some, it has. Uh, What does it do to your fertility if you're a young 21, 22-year-old girl? Lady, what, what does it do? We don't know yet. We haven't had the track record with this stuff yet, but yet they want to mandate it on young women and men too. It could cause men fertility issues. Who knows? may cause you to grow a forearm out of the middle of your back. We don't know. It hasn't been around long enough. I know that sounds like hyperbole, but the point I'm trying to make here, and you use hyperbole to make a point every once in a while, the point I'm trying to make is they're trying to mandate something they're unsure of. In fact, there are reports out this morning that are new overnight. They could say today that the vaccines don't work against Delta. I don't know. We'll see. But they've got this shocking uh, information the CDC is going to release today, they say. And we're not crying wolf here, they say. That's their words. CDC claiming the Delta variant that led to mask U-turn will be released today. That it's easily spread by vaccinated people. That the vaccines don't necessarily work against Delta. So we have choice. If that's a fact... That's the way it is. We can either decide that this is a seasonal flu with the variations that, you know, happen with the flu, and we get a new vaccine every year, just like we do with the flu, that 99.5% of the people come back from this strong and they're doing just fine, that it doesn't really affect kids, so we can live with it like we do the flu every year, or we can live in masks and in fear the rest of our lives and under government mandates concerning your body. Which do you want to do? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty. With freedom comes responsibility. Yeah. Your decision to be unvaccinated impacts someone else. Unvaccinated people spread the virus. Uh, actually, Joe, apparently the CDC is going to say today that vaccinated people are spreading the virus. So which is it? Which which is it, Joe? By the way, I happen to notice when you got finished with your remarks yesterday, you stumbled away from the podium without a mask on. Hey, what's up, big boy? Where's your mask? Why doesn't anybody ever say that to him? Why does anybody ever say, Mr. President? You know what I noticed from the press corps yesterday? It was, this is crazy, guys. When I was watching this, they're all sitting there, and the press corps are nodding to his answers. As he's giving an answer, it's like, thank you, dear leader, for you know, telling me this. Thank you. It's, they're, they're nodding in agreement. The only one that was, yeah, bowing. The only one that wasn't nodding in agreement was Peter Ducey. The rest of them are like, there's Kelly O'Donnell, you know. And, and who, who's the other uh, woman from uh, CNN that she's a, she's a whack job? No, no, no. I, I can't remember her name. It's not Caitlin. I don't remember her name. 
But anyway, she's over there just nodding away. And the guy from AP, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, hey, look, uh, Tucker's brilliant. I don't know if you saw his show last night, but there, there's you know all kinds of reasons why Tucker Carlson is top of the world in uh, cable news and uh, continues to every night just bring the best of the best. He's got a, um, um, a special that he's doing. I think they're putting it up on their Fox Nation uh, distribution that is about the, the southern border and about our border and about what's happening here. And it's pretty stunning uh, information about the invasion that's happening just a couple of hours uh, south from here. I was just talking with a friend, just chatting with a friend, texting with a friend a couple of seconds ago who owns a ranch in South Texas. He says every time he goes down there, there's 15 to 20 or more that are hiding out in his house, in his deer blind, on his ranch. Uh, and they are so aggressive, totally different than it used to be. Uh, but Tucker ran this thing last night. You know, we've been poking fun of how Joe keeps claiming that he's a uh, he does all these things. Uh, like uh, yesterday it was, you know, I drove 18-wheeler, man. I was an 18-wheeler driver. And he, not, he never was an 18-wheeler driver. And, but he was saying that when he went to the Mack truck. What, what, whatever anybody is saying they do, Joe's got to do it. Yeah, I won the Indy 500 six times. You know, <laughs> whatever. He's just making stuff up, right? So Tucker puts a mashup together of all the stuff that Joe has claimed to have done throughout. You know, did, did you know that Joe was a coal miner? <laughs> Tucker plays this video. Of Joe saying, yeah, I was a coal miner. I was a coal miner at one time. I was raised. I was born and raised in Scranton, and I was a coal miner when I was born. <laughs> I was a coal miner. And then uh, then there's the one, I, I went to South Africa, and I was proud because I was arrested when I was getting Nelson Mandela released. <laughs> I was so proud of myself for getting arrested while getting Nelson Mandela released. I was the one who got Nelson Mandela released. So he plays that one. And then, of course, he plays the infamous uh, Corn Pop, you know. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He broke that piece of chain over there and said, I'm going to wrap that piece of chain around your head. You may get me, but I'm going to wrap that piece of chain around Corn Pop's head. And he played that one again. Because Corn Pop was a bad dude, and I faced him down. I stared him down with a piece of chain. And then the 18-wheeler the one. But he did a mashup of all of them together, and it brilliance, just absolute brilliance. And it pointed out the lies and the hypocrisy and just just how people i mean I, I read the comments of some of these stories about him and 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 people go on and on and they just gush about this guy and they they love him you know the left just loves this guy this is the greatest president we've ever had you know he 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 put the he hung the the, the stars in the moon he's just a wonderful guy you going really are are you buying the fact he was a coal miner that you know he took half the coal out of the earth and, you know, kept kept houses nice and warm in the winter. Are you buying that? Do you really believe that he was an 18-wheeler driver? <laughs> the dude's done nothing but politics his entire life. That's what his entire professional career has been. But leave it to Tucker to come up with the mashup and play the videos of him doing this. It was great. Um, in the House of Representatives yesterday, first time in 45 years, the U.S. House of Representatives passed their spending bill funding Medicaid without the Hyde Amendment. It's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. The Senate will not have anything to do with this. But for the first time in 45 years, the House of Representatives, which is controlled by the radical left, you know, the squad, 
passed a bill saying you as a taxpayer must pay for abortions. That's what the Hyde Amendment prevents, keeps your money for, from paying for abortions. They also, for the second time, passed uh, their uh, spending bills saying that you must fund abortions in foreign countries. According to Ameris poll, 77% of Americans are opposed to taxpayer dollars funding abortions, but the squad don't care. They don't, they don't really care what Americans want or what Americans think. Uh, this passed yesterday in the House, 219 to 208. It was along party lines. Republicans opposing the bill because Democrats had removed the essential abortion-related provisions, the Hyde Amendment and the Weldon Amendment that prohibits agencies receiving federal funding from discriminating against entities because they refuse to provide or pay for abortions. So they got it passed in the House. I don't think, unless I miss my guess, and I, you know I've done that before, but unless I miss my guess, they're not going to get this passed over in the Senate. But what it means is they're making headway and moving closer and closer to taxpayer dollars out and out funding and paying for, in other words, cost-free abortions, which a lot of, a lot of women can get already because uh, you go to Planned Parenthood, you can get it pretty much. But uh, they uh, are now to the point, or getting close to the point, they're now in the point of the House, if they get the Senate to come along, they will be at a point where uh, abortions will be uh, taxpayer-funded. And then you're this close to them being mandated. That's the whole point of, uh, of stopping mandates at vaccinations. Because just like in China, it's one step, or actually a half, half a step, to mandating them once you're funding them. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. You can't come into this office or this place of business. If you don't get vaccinated, you can't come to work. If you don't get vaccinated, you can't come into this gym. If you don't get vaccinated, you can't come into this, get onto this airplane. Hey, I found a good story. Here's one for you that's that's non-COVID. We're, we're on the hunt for non-COVID stories here. Okay. Chrissy Teigen steps out in public with her new Basset Hound puppy. Here are pictures. There you go. That's a non-COVID headline. See, this is the kind of stuff that's making news. Melanie Griffith, 63 years old, soaking up sun in a black bikini while on Italian vacation. That's another headline for you. Huh? Melanie, Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith, 63. Uh, I bet she still looks great, though. I don't know. I didn't. To me, that's clickbait. So I'm like, right. nah, yeah. you're not going to get my click out of that one. No. Nah. You're not going to waste a click on Melanie Griffith? No, I don't yeah. think so. I, okay. That was so 1980s, you know what I'm saying? And I would click on something just to see somebody in a bikini that was 1980s. <laughs> I'm, I'm now to the point like I'm harmless. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I've never seen it all before. Hey, now look. There's a story I did click on. Sheila Jackson Lee in handcuffs. Now, that is something I would pay to see. Right. right? You a know lot what I'm of saying? people would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is. There she is. Uh, arrested during her own insurrection uh, in the Capitol yesterday. I built my own insurrection. This is my uh, my insurrection. Okay, fine, Sheila. I mean, lock her up and keep her away. That's just uh, good for me. I'm happy with that one. I'm all right with that. Hey, it's Friday. Did you notice? I did. So the first less- thing he said to me, first thing Don said to me when he walked in this morning, it's Friday, screams it. I said, Don, you're three feet from me. What are you doing? Wanted to make sure you, well, you know, I've heard you were a little hard of hearing. I am so, a little bit, you know. yes. You've been talking to my wife. Right. <laughs> it's selective. It's selective hearing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you mention that because uh-huh. years ago I was doing a talk show and we had an audiologist on and uh, just, you know, he was going on about different hearing disorders and what have you. Right. Um, 
And I straight up asked him, hey, you know, I'm often accused of having selective hearing. Is that actually a thing? I was trying to be funny, right? Because we were looking for a way to wrap oh, up the interview. It is. And he, yeah, it's an actual, you know, actual thing. And he went into detail about how sometimes you get used to the sound of someone's voice. You got it. You know, and you just kind of tune them out after a while. <laughs> and you don't do it on purpose. It's just one of those things. So You know, you're so used to hearing them. Well. And you get into a pattern of what, you know, you, you kind of know by their tone of voice what they're going to say, uh, what direction they're going to go. And, I have experience with that every day because Elaine talks to me the whole show. Right. And I never hear anything. Yeah. Uh, not, not a word. Right, Elaine? I mean, she talks to me the whole show. She leaves her door, and she's just talking to me, talking to me, talking to me. Actually, Sometimes I, when your back is turned, I don't know why she does this, but when your back is turned, she uses hand signals. <laughs> yeah, she and I'm like, Elaine, she can't see. <laughs> hey, you can't see that. Let me tell you. No, she does it when I'm facing her, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there she goes again. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I'm used to it at this point. I, I take the abuse happily. Yeah, I right. love you. <laughs> All right. 210-599-5555. Let me kick these phones open here here for a Friday, a funky Friday, a red Friday. Remember, everyone deployed today, please. Uh, Capitol Police were ordered to arrest visitors and staff who refused to wear a mask on the house side of the Capitol complex yesterday. Arrest them. Lock them up. Somebody not wearing a mask, you need to arrest them. Police were also advised to report. Put them on report. They must be on report. Put them on report. The lawmaker's noncompliance to the House Sergeant-at-Arms, according to the memo that was put out. So how did the Republicans... Reply yesterday, they had a beer party. A beer and cigars in the Capitol hallway. <laughs> the <laughs> Republicans walked without a mask, led by Chip Roy. Chip Roy, see, it took a guy from Texas to lead this. Chip Roy led a bunch of Republicans down the hallway without a mask on, and then they had a beer pong. Actually, they didn't actually have real beer. It was like fake stuff because I don't know why. They should have had the real beer. But anyway, uh, they, had beer, they played beer pong and smoked cigars to defy the mask mandate, and they said, arrest us. Arrest our entire staff. Go ahead. Something else Chip Roy did yesterday. I'm curious what you think about this because it comes up every couple of years. The Senate Armed Services Committee this week voted to force your daughter, your young daughter, or, as in my case, granddaughters, they voted to force them to sign up for the draft. Chip Roy said, are you nuts? Uh, Yes, they are, Chip, as a matter of fact. They are absolutely nuts. The committee voted this Wednesday to approve the version of the National Defense Authorization Act, amends Military Selective Service Act, to require the registration of women for selective service. You know that as the draft. Chip Roy said, who are we? Who are we as, as a people? Who are we as a country? We have a principal focus on race-related issues, a complete abandonment of responsibility to secure the border of the United States, but now the most important thing, the most important business we can be about is forcing our daughters and our granddaughters to sign up for the draft. Uh, wrong-headed, dumb, uh, should never do that, should never require our daughters and our granddaughters to sign up for the draft. Has nothing to do with any kind of gender uh, superiority that I feel or that I think or that I, you know, uh, don't believe in uh, women's ability to do that, uh, to carry out in combat or whatever. Of course they can. No, we should never conscript our girls. Never as a country. Chip Roy has it absolutely right. I think the governor of Texas has it absolutely right on mandates. 
He says, no mandates in the state of Texas. We're not going to do it. Uh, I just watched uh, KABB a little while ago, and Carrie Collins is a concerned uh, mom here, and she started a petition. This KABB story, she started a petition that she wants mandates. We got to have mandates. We got we got to be mandated to wear masks. We got to be mandated to get a vaccine. We got to be mandated. 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 The governor's got to tell us what to do. Why? Because you can't do it on your own. Why do you need a mandate? You can do it on your own. And that's what we should be about. I'm not anti-vax. And I'm not saying that the Delta variant or any other variants that are coming, and there's a list of them that are going to come. You're going to see variant after variant after variant after variant, and after you're going to see a million variants on this thing. So you have a choice. You're either going to live in a mask the rest of your life, or you're going to face this like we face the other diseases that we face. And we're going to say this is a seasonal flu-type disease that has a 99.9% or 99.8% survival rate, almost a 100% survival rate in children. We're not putting our kids in masks, and I'm not going to wear a mask. We can either do that or we can say, okay, I'm going to live under the threat and under the thumb of a tyrannical regime out of Washington, D.C. What do you, which do you choose? Now, the governor said yesterday, because local people here, like Nirenberg and Wolf, have been demanding that he give them the power to mandate us into lockdown again. And he said no. The governor said no, I'm not going to do that. The path forward is on personal responsibility rather than government mandates. He is 100% correct. Personal responsibility. If you want a mask, wear a mask. You want 100 masks? Wear 100 masks. If you want 18 vaccines, get 18 vaccines. But none of that should be mandated from a tyrannical government. These are just the people who say this. And what did Nirenberg's response to this yesterday was Abbott is showing a callous disregard for life. Well, Ron, you're showing a callous disregard for freedom. And freedom is life. Without freedom, there is no life. Without freedom, there is no life. In order to have a life, you have to have, you must have freedom. Why do you think that people from non-freedom countries are busting their ass to get to the United States every day? Because they realize this is the place where freedom reigns, and that means there is life here. And, And the Marxists among us who are mandating mandates and who are demanding mandates and a tyrannical government to tell you what to do with your own body. Isn't that strange? The very same people that that say you must take a vaccine, when we don't know the safety or the efficacy of it, apparently the CDC is going to announce today it's not very efficacious when it comes to the Delta variant. It may not be working at all. And so uh, they're going to mandate you take something that may not even be working, and you have no idea the long-term implications of it. And by the way, I took it. I'm I'm pro-vaccine. But I don't think you ought to force it in the arm of a 22-year-old girl when you don't know what it's going to do to her fertility. You have no idea. 
and you're going to force her to choose. Here's here's what is so diabolical about this. You're going to force her to choose between her job in which she is taking care of a child or two or however many she's got at the house, and she's working to do that, and she's going to have to force between. You're going to force her hand. In, do I take the job? Do I keep my job and and keep food on the table for my little kids? Or do I take a medicine that I'm not sure what it's going to do long term? And you're going to force her to do that. How diabolical and evil are you? You're despicable. You're a lowlife if you're going to do that to somebody. I go back. Let me circle back to use a Jen Psaki term. Without freedom, there isn't life. Without freedom, you have nothing. And they're taking freedom of choice away from you. The very same people say, you have a freedom to choose whether you abort a child for your own convenience. You ought to have that freedom of choice, but you don't have the freedom of choice whether or not you're going to take this medicine, and we don't know what the long-term effects are. We have no clue what the... They admit that. They admit it's not working. Joe Biden admitted yesterday in his speech, it's the, the, the vaccine's not working, so go get vaccinated. Are you drunk, Joe? David, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, man. Hey, happy Friday, Trey. Um, you know, one point I'd just like to make, um, I, I was recently reading a, I believe it was NBC article, where they essentially say that the viral load in people who have been vaccinated is just, actually, it's higher, according to them. Yep. Um, and, and they referenced the CDC in this article, by the way. Yep. Um, and, and I won't, I, I do this just to give some credibility to what I'm saying. I'm actually a physician myself. Right. So the biggest, the biggest argument these people have been making to get this vaccine, Trey, is that, um, you could kill grandma because it's never been an issue of yourself, right? Because I'm, I'm a 30 year old something or other. I have about as much chance of dying from a car accident as I do any kind of, uh, coronavirus. And so I don't see the point in vaccinating myself and taking on additional risk when it's of no risk to me to begin with of causing any long-term damage. But their biggest argument has always been, well, you're going to kill grandma. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out you're going to kill grandma if you get the damn vaccine. That's right. So that's so, right. I mean, where there is no logic to forcing Correct. people. And by the way, it's in the Hippocratic Oath that we respect patient autonomy. So why is everyone uniformly getting on board with forcing these on people? Thank well, you for your time. Great job, man. Thank you, David. Have a great weekend. 210-599-5555. BSG, your smart home technology company. I just think Jim Davis is a great guy. He has established and uh, and put together a wonderful team uh, of, of folks who are ready to visit with you about all smart home technology. When it comes to smart home technology for your security system at your home, as an example, none better. There is nothing better on the market or anywhere else than BSG and their security systems that they can install for you. Uh, Same is true when it comes to the sound systems. You'll have a beautiful sound system inside and outside. Same is true when they, like what they did for me, hung a a, a flat panel screen TV on the wall for me. Uh, fantastic. Uh, the workmanship and, and our follow-through was great. I mean, outstanding. Uh, same is true with the, with the connected car technology where you can be connected to – you talk about uh, – David was just talking about grandma. You know, grandma's still driving. She's 80-something, and you want to know where she is, and is she safe, and is the car safe? Well, with connected car technology from your friends at BSG, you're going to know at all the time where grandma is and how safe is her car. Is it being well-maintained and all that kind of stuff? I mean, when it comes to smart home technology, this is your company, the best anywhere 
is BSG, bsgtexas.com. Make sure you tell them Trey said hello, all right? AccuWeather forecast 93 today and tomorrow and 95 on Sunday with abundant sunshine. Right now it's 70. Say.com. Truth is, yeah. as more people get vaccinated, right. we are better protected as a nation to continue reopening safely and responsibly. Yeah. We are not fully out of the woods yet. KTSA, and uh, I, w- I was just talking about the Tucker Carlson mashup from last night. I, we, we've had so much fun this week uh, at, at, at Joe Biden's expense, of course, because Joe Biden, you know, he's always got a claim he's doing oh, a rocket ship to the moon, man, man. And so uh, this week, uh, his latest was I was 18 wheeler driver. So Tucker's brilliant, man. He goes back and he finds all the videos of all the stuff that Joe has lied about. I was a coal miner. I was born and raised in Scranton. Now he's in Scranton for about 10 minutes. I was born and raised in Scranton. I was a coal miner in Scranton. I was a coal miner. And I was so proud when I went down to South Africa and I saved Nelson Mandela and got him out of prison. <laughs> I was arrested saving Nelson Mandela out of prison. And, uh, and of course, the truck driver thing and corn pop. I took a chain. I took a six-foot chain. I told corn pop, I'm going to wrap that around your head. <laughs> okay. And, and Tucker went through. It was a hilarious bit because he went through and he just played all those uh, all those bites. Um, I Yes, Don, I, I, I still am, am headed north uh, here uh, soon, and uh, I, I won't breathe, but I am going to go north. <laughs> just hold your breath <laughs> the entire breath time on. you're in storage. Well, and there's a couple of reasons for that. If, if you're, uh, you know, from Elaine's world, she doesn't want me breathing in what bikers smell like, <laughs> she says. And, uh, and of course, I, I would anticipate there's going to be people there with colds and flus and stuff like that. Right. So, I socially distance. I do. I get on my motorcycle and I just, I'm out there by myself, man. Sure. It's me and a rabbit, you know? Yeah. That's it. And I understand I there's a few know, buffalo how, up there. But. How are you going to social? How are you going to practice social distance when you're at a motorcycle route? Well, I, you know, everybody's gathered up at concerts. A lot, and bars of, and, a lot of people are, but I don't have any plans to do the the concerts and stuff. I I, I really am going to Rushmore, right. Devil's Tower. Uh, Little Bighorn, uh, Crazy Horse, you know, yeah, all of those things, which those are out in the middle of fields. Have you ever seen any of those? No. Well, I can't blame you there. And what better way to enjoy those than, than on a motorcycle? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't blame you at all. That's the main thing. That's the main reason I'm going. Of course, I'm going to go to the rally, and I'm going to ride down Main Street in Sturges, and Topless. I'm going to... I probably will. It just depends on the, depends on the weather. Do you want pictures or what? Yeah, Why no. are you asking? We'll, we'll be able to spot you because you'll be topless with that big Texas motorcycle. That's, helmet, that's so. exactly right. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't told anybody about that. I was going to keep that a secret, but I can, I can let that up. Sure. I, I, I did get a helmet because, you know, I didn't want to hear from people if I didn't have one. So... <laughs> Yeah. happens every time I, I had a bike i know it happens every time but it's a republic of texas helmet right. so it's come and take it sure. republic of texas and there's the alamo it's a great looking helmet thank you thank you, you know. very much i'm very proud of it if if that were my helmet i would just wear it whenever well i might <laughs> you know if i keep talking the way i'm talking i may have to you yeah, know right. what i'm saying or at least wear it into the house sometimes sure <laughs> that's a good idea if you if you need to you can borrow it when you and georgia get a get into a spat you can borrow my helmet, helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah trey can you bring the helmet in <laughs> it's supposed to be safe i need a helmet and one of those suits that the you know you see those guys wear when they're like you know getting chased by the dogs yeah. the, uh, the dogs yes are the yeah, big one p- of, puffy ones yeah i need that as well and the helmet <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Hey, Adam, you're on. Go ahead, man. Trey, you know, I really hate that they're going to 
you know, they might torture my grandsons and make them wear a, a mask at school. It's going to be so hot. You know, I, haven't, I haven't really worn a mask like in a month. And I, I know a lot of people hate that. And, but I love my freedom. You know, the people invading our borders, trade they don't have to do any of these restrictions. They don't have to, they're not forced to do anything. No, sir. You know, at this, at this point, these restrictions are just bringing, you know, just misery and hate. And, you know, I'm also ready to kind of leave the union. I, I think they should put uh, a warrant on uh, Crazy Uncle Joe for what he's doing to Texas. You know, I'm, and uh, anybody that doesn't uh, love America, you know, they should really just get out of here. You know, they're, they're ruining our country. How much longer can we take this train? Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I can't argue with the thing that Adam just said. Um, we are at a point now where we either stand up and we say no. Uh, that we are going to treat this like you do the seasonal flu. If I got to get a shot next year for this, okay, I'll get a shot next year for this, like the seasonal flu. It has a 99.8% survival rate uh, among adults. Almost 100% survival rate among children, right? So, okay, if I got it's got a variant next year like the flu does. It's got a variant the next year. They've already got them named, by the way, and and listed by year. So, you know, every year you're going to get a new variant. So what are you going to do? Are you going to live under the thumb of tyrants or are you going to live free? That's That's the moment that we're in right now. Right now, we don't get to choose our history, guys. <laughs> you don't get to make that up. You're, you're, you're positioned here at this moment, and history presents itself to you. So what is it going to be? Are you going to say, yeah, you know, lock me up and uh, put me in the house again and make me wear a mask again and put the needle in my arm? Or are you going to say, I'm going to decide whether I want to do that or not? And I'm, I did. <laughs> I went home for over a year. I wore a mask everywhere I went for a year, and I got vaccinated. Um, this is the critical moment where we are right now. And don't buy off on this. You have a responsibility to everybody else. It is your social responsibility. You have a responsibility to freedom. That's the responsibility that we have as Americans. Now, if you, if you want to change that and you want to go more toward communism and you want to go more toward having tyrannical governments and people telling you what to do, then that's a debate we, we, we're having at the moment. Because, believe you me, there are people living amongst us right now that want that kind of life. And my grandfather didn't travel this world on a ship in World War II and do what he did fighting the Nazis and fighting the the imperialists of Japan and the others who wanted to enslave us for nothing, as far as I'm concerned. And the people that I have studied that died on the beaches of Normandy didn't do that for nothing, as far as I'm concerned. They did that so we wouldn't have to live under a tyrannical government named Adolf Hitler or any others. We were supposed to be free people, and yet we are walking into our enslavement. That's exactly what's happening. That's where we are right now. And again, you don't get to choose your history. You you are here. You're presented with these moments, and then you decide, or we're supposed to be able to decide for ourselves. That's why I loved what Greg Abbott said about the mandates. Again, and then I'll break for the news, and I'll come back, and I'll take your calls. And you can tell me if you disagree. In fact, if you disagree with this statement, you'll go to the head of the line. The path forward relies on personal responsibility rather than government mandates. That's the moment we're at. You've got we're we're lined up against each other, like it or not. It's it's a civil war of philosophy right now. 
Do you believe in personal responsibility or do you believe in government mandates? 210-599-5555. Car Zeus, I was over there yesterday. Uh, great to see the people at Car Zeus. They're so awesome. You know what? It's a room full of people that are working hard every day to get you the best thing that they could possibly do to buy your vehicle. The best deal on your vehicle to buy it from you. They, they don't have anything to sell. So there's no arm twisting and no sales tactics because there's nothing for them to sell. If you're uh, if you've been relocated by your job or you're in the military and you're moving away and you don't want to haul your vehicle across the country, okay, good, they'll buy it from you at Car Zeus. Or, you know, if you if you have a surplus vehicle for whatever you know something happens in your family, a change of life or whatever, and you got a surplus vehicle sitting there that you don't need anymore and you want to get some make you know turn it into cash, they'll buy your vehicle from you. Whatever it takes to make you happy, that's what they're going to do at carzeus.com. So log on today. Weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Mm. Boogie on, reggae woman. Love me some Stevie right now. Yeah. 638 KTSA, as you can tell. Funky Friday when you hear Stevie Wonder and Boogie on, reggae woman. Mm. Let me get Kevin in here. Kevin, you're on KTSA. Happy Friday, man. Uh, happy Friday to you. Uh, you know what? You know, this remind me, this situation here remind me of the movie 1984 with George Orwell. Mm-hmm. Big Brothers watching. Because, that, uh, you know, I wear a mask work. I don't make a big deal. But people making a big deal, make, making a big deal about it. And, oh, man, I, need, I don't, I don't want to be covered. It's for your health and for others. Some people just don't see that. So, so, so what's next? I mean, how how far are you are you ready to go, Kevin? How far? Uh, hey, I can go far as I can, man. You know, if, if people don't want to follow instructions or follow the rules, well, wait, because, well, wait, hang on, no. The, the next, uh, what's the next thing that you're going to follow instructions for, Kevin? Oh, uh, well, uh, my health. My health isn't, but the thing about it is, is freedom. You right, Trey, about freedom. Are you, know, are you vaccinated? Did you get the Did you get the shot? Yes, yes, I got yeah. the shot. And uh, and so, are are you ready to give up your freedom in other areas as well? Because you know this is not going to be the end of it, right, Kevin? No, it's not going to be the end. I'm not going to give up no freedom. Well, uh, that's the that's the issue. That see, that's the moment in time that faces us that faces us right now. Do, do you want to live in freedom? Because, as I say, without freedom, there's no life. Or do you want to say, okay, I, I, I'm ready to, you know, whatever the government tell, whatever they tell me to do, and whatever uh-huh. medication they tell me I must take, then that's what I'm going to do. And, and, and the sick, diabolical lie about all this is, if you just do this, the reason you do this is to protect everybody else. It's like driving 55 on the highway. That's the reason you're doing this, is to protect. No. As far as they're concerned, the reason to do it is so they can control you. Yeah, that, that is right. But, you know, only God is in control. That's all I got to well, say. Well, that's yes, sir. Amen to that, Kevin. Have a great weekend, man. I appreciate your call. Amen to that. God's in control. He'll sort it all out in the end for sure. But while we are here, I think we stand for freedom. Now, I'm not opposed to vaccines. Guys, I, I, I got to keep saying it because people, people want to hear what they want to hear. And I'm for the vaccine. I got it. And, and I'm willing to examine. I'm not making a commitment right now, but I'm willing to examine every year getting a booster. 
I, I this past year was the first time in years I took it, but I took the flu shot because you know why? I didn't want to get the flu and COVID at the same time. It was prior to the COVID vaccine. My doctor said, you know, you probably need to get the flu shot this year. I said, it's a good idea. It hit, get, hit me. And they gave it to me. And come to find out, the flu was gone. Amazingly, the flu didn't happen this year. But And the flu shot hasn't been accurate for the past number of years. That's why I hadn't taken it. I, I've told Sean this. We've talked about it. I, you have got to, and my wife will tell you, you've got to tie me down to make me take an aspirin when my head hurts. You have to just literally, because I just, I, that's not me. I just don't like doing that kind of stuff. But I don't, I don't have a problem if you do. And that's the point. You know, this came up last night as well. I thought it was a br- brilliant discussion. I've been talking about this mashup that, that Tucker put together of Joe's lies throughout the year, being 18-wheeler driver and all that. You know, But one of the other things that came up was how our lives are being controlled by a bunch of single, familyless, miserable, unhappy human beings. <laughs> This J.D. Vance guy, he called them cat ladies. <laughs> We're being controlled by a bunch of cat ladies. You know what? He's right. It, 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 he was on last night. and uh, you know, living, They're living in apartments, single apartments in New York and in Washington, and they're making all the rules for the rest of us, and they don't have any kids. AOC, prime example. She's making policy for the future of this country, and she has no skin in the game. None. And most of them are that way. Most of them. Most of these policymakers that you're living under their, their rules, uh, they don't have any reason to, to set the policy for the future of this country. The only reason they do it is for their aggrandizement, their power. The, the, the fact that they want to feel uh, powerful over others and lord it over you. That's the only reason they do what they do. Because they don't have any progeny they're trying to shape the future for. It's the only reason they're trying to control you is for themselves. And, uh, and, and look, uh, if you want to get a vaccine, get the vaccine. But if you don't want to get the vaccine because you're, you're 22 and you're concerned, you want to have kids in the future, but you're not ready to do that yet. You made a decision for yourself. I'm not ready for kids yet, but maybe in my late 20s I'm going to do that. That should be your decision. And they should not mandate whether or not you're going to put something in your body. And here's the situation that many federal workers are in today. Choose between putting food on the table for my kids or putting something in my body that I have no idea what the long-term or even short-term effects are. Some people have gotten blood clots and died. Some people have had uh, heart issues. Some people have had other issues. One guy we talked about a couple of weeks ago lost both his legs after taking the vaccine. So, yes, vaccines can have ramifications, and it ought to be up to you as to whether or not you take it. I did. But I'm not going to tell you that you have to take it. I'm not Ron Nirenberg saying I have a, you have a callous disregard for health. Well, Ron, you have a callous disregard for freedom. And, and most socialists do, by the way. All socialists do. And I refuse to go down, go down without a fight to socialism. But that's exactly what this is about. You know, we talk about that a lot. How you know this is whole you know the whole march has been on for Marxism and socialism and 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 they are critical race theory and everything they've been doing has been leading us down that path. Well, this is one more brick in the wall of socialism. We have to control you and control your choices and take your choices away from you. And that's exactly what they're doing with these mandates. Joe Biden said yesterday, 
federal workers. You're going to have to take it or we're going to control every aspect of your life, including your travel. There won't be any travel. You'll have to get tested every week. You'll have to wear a mask everywhere you go if you're a federal worker and you don't do it. You don't do what I tell you to do. That's the most un-American thing that I can think of. The most un-American thing is you have to do what I tell you to do. Every federal government employee will be asked to attest to their vaccination status. Anyone who does not attest or is not vaccinated will be required to mask no matter where they work, test one or two times a week to see if (sighs) they've acquired COVID, socially distance, and generally will not be allowed to travel for work. So that's where we are. That's our moment in time is are we going to say, okay, yeah, uh, you can tell me what to do in every aspect of my life and what I, what I do and don't put in my body. Or we say, no, we're going to leave that up to people to make that decision for themselves. That's it. Are we going to do that or are we going to just acquiesce and say, okay, give me the shot. I'll live in masks because the Delta is not it. CDC is going to come out today. I think they're going to come out and they're just really going to poo-poo the idea of the vaccines working against Delta. I think that's what's going to happen. We'll see. I think that's one of the reasons he gave credit to Trump yesterday. Now he can blame Trump for a vaccine that doesn't work. Let's just see how that plays out, okay? But I think that's one of the reasons for the first time yesterday he gave credit to, to the Trump administration so they can come back and say, yeah, yeah, but it's a faulty vaccine. It doesn't work. You, you, you need to socially distance. You need to wear a mask because this vaccine's not working. And it's, you know, they, they just made a faulty vaccine then. They didn't, they, Trump wasn't thinking ahead. We'll see. But I know they're going to come out today and they're going to say, we're not crying wolf here, guys. We're not crying wolf. You guys got a, uh, this, this is, uh, this is serious. This is serious as chicken pox. But every year, do we mandate that people take a flu shot? No, we don't. But that's next, right? Could be. Because right now, look at the statistic. Let's just talk science, right? The flu kills more children every year than COVID. Well, we got more children dying every year due to the flu, so now we have to give flu vaccines every year to children. It's mandated. You have to do it. You don't have a choice. It's, it's federal law what whatever they end up calling this. And that's the road we're all on together. And there are people in the country that believe different than I do, and I, I, I understand that. They believe the government ought to mandate every choice that we make in our lives. I'm not, that's not me. So as long as I have a voice, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to exercise my right to speak out before they take the First Amendment away as well. Charles, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, Trey. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Hey, so... Uh... So I was reading something yesterday, and uh, it came from some good sources. But it's about where the CDC is getting their information regarding why people who are already vaccinated need to wear a mask. And it came out of a article, a study out of India. That's correct. Where okay, so those and the folks in India though were using a vaccine, AstraZeneca, that was not approved in the United States of America. That's okay. right as well. So what the, and what the CDC said, well, what they did was. They took a peer-reviewed, rejected report, and they just labeled it as uh, revised. Right. And they said, okay, that's what we're going to use, and that's what we're going to pressure everybody with. Right. Well, And, and America needs to know that. 
That, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've talked about it many times. Thank you, Charles. I got to jump and run. Yeah, we've talked about that many times. That that all comes out of India, and India has had a terrible, terrible situation develop over there. Uh, they've lost a lot of people due to COVID, and it's uh, and it's a lot of other things. There's a lot of pre-existing condition over there. If you've ever been to India, I never have, but I've done some study about it. It's not a very clean environment over in India. Uh, there's there, there's a lot of disease in India, so it doesn't surprise me that they've had a Average of COVID over there. We over here have a completely different situation, right? And it starts with our freedom. And that's why people are busting their ass every day to get into the United States of America. And they're coming from all over the world because we are free. And they realize, as I have said forever, remember this show is about faith and freedom. Like I have said so many times, without freedom, there is no life. You, many of you haven't experienced, in fact, most of you haven't experienced that. Some of you have, and you call this show, and you say, I came from a country where there was no freedom and there was no life. But when I got here, I realized what life was. I was given my life because I have freedom. And they're the ones who are the ones who are saying, you're headed in the wrong direction. You are going right. You're, you're walking into your own oppression, man. And we, we cannot do that. We have, to, we have to stand up. All right, quick break here. Back in just a minute, 210-599-5555. Well, right here in the middle of summertime and getting ready to go back to school, and that can bring a lot of stress on to kiddos, and it can also bring depression to some people as well. You know, depression doesn't take the summer off. Addiction doesn't take a vacation. Anxiety and stress are around all the time, year-round. If you've got a kiddo that goes through that or if you or another family member has issues with addiction or anxiety or stress or any of this or other cognitive uh, behavioral issues, I hope you'll get in touch with my friends over at Laurel Ridge. I've been a spokesperson for Laurel Ridge now for years. I know them personally. I know the people over at Laurel Ridge, and I can tell you since 1987, they have been here now providing outstanding help and hope for people in our community and beyond. They offer inpatient help for crisis stabilization, day treatment, longer-term residential treatment. And as we get ready for the school year to begin, they have a charter school there, so your student, your kiddo, won't fall behind if they need the help of Laurel Ridge. Ridge. So take the steps to a whole and healthy family with Laurel Ridge at 210-491-3591. AccuWeather high today and tomorrow of 93 with lots of sunshine. Same on Sunday, about 95, though, on Sunday. 70. Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. All right, Joe, go for it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all guests of the 550 ktsa morning news with trey ware appear courtesy of the stevens ruby newsmaker hotline every day more businesses are implementing their own vaccine mandates yeah. the justice department has made it clear that it is legal to require covid19 vaccines uh-huh except in texas because governor greg Abbott says you can't and it's called 10th Amendment, and Merrick Garland says he wants to sue Texas again. This is, uh, this is twice that he has threatened to sue states like Texas. Once earlier in the week, he said, I'm going to sue you if you go back to pre-pandemic voting rules. you got to keep everything that we put in place during the pandemic so Democrats can continue to cheat to vote. And the second thing he said was, 
if you uh, pull over any vehicles carrying illegals in the state of Texas and you make them go back to the border, we're going to sue you to Greg Abbott. I say to Greg Abbott, don't don't back down. Don't back down. Say, uh-uh, uh, we, we run in Texas. And uh, you can jump off a cliff or whatever you want to do. Uh, look, they, they have weaponized the DOJ once again like it was under Eric Holder. It's back to being weaponized, and it's going to be used against people and against states, and that's what they're doing. Bring it on. Let's, let's have those lawsuits. Let's have those battles in court. Fine. Carol Roth has got a book called The War on Small Business, how the, how the government used the pandemic to crush the backbone of America. Um, she talked about de- government decree and the lockdowns helping big tech gain trillions of dollars in company valuations while crushing small businesses. And here we are facing lockdown 2.0. And the main reason, she says in the book, The War on Small Business, is so that they could give their cronies in big business like walmart and amazon and the others a big old cash cow and they did that's exactly what happened they handed over a lot of business that would have gone to small businesses mom and pops but because mom and pop had to shut down that all went to amazon you were locked up at homes hitting the hitting the buy button on amazon and on walmart.com the other is of course cheap labor you know, she says in the book, this has facilitated the greatest wealth transfer that we've ever seen in history from Main Street to Wall Street in the, in the book, The War on, uh, on Small Business. Uh, Carol Roth says that, uh, that the, you know, the COVID lockdowns of last year transferred wealth trillions over to big business. And that's 100% correct. We talked about it last year while, it, while we were in the middle of it. But I tell you what else they're doing is they're paying their big, big money, uh, big business buddies back by opening the border. That's a bunch of cheap labor. And we saw under Donald Trump, because he closed the border or was, was mitigating the border, we, we saw the rise in salaries was going up. Why? Because you had fewer workers competing for the jobs. Now you got all these workers, cheap labor coming across the border. You're paying American citizens to sit on their duffs and not go to work. It's going to drive down the cost of labor because you got all this cheap labor that's coming in, and that's giving a kiss back to your big money donors that help you get elected. That's one of the things that they're doing. Warren Rima is coming up next for a Friday. It's Funky Friday with Warren.